This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by the Edmonton Community Foundation and the Well-Endowed Podcast. Take a quick listen. Hello, I'm Elizabeth Bonkink. I'm Andrew Paul. And we're the hosts of the Well-Endowed Podcast. The Well-Endowed Podcast is produced by Edmonton Community Foundation, or ECF as we call it. ECF provides grants to charities through the endowment funds we create and manage with our donors. Hence the title of our show, The Well-Endowed Podcast. Every month, we bring you a collection of stories and interviews with fascinating guests who are working to make Edmonton a strong, vibrant city to live in. Through these stories, we look at the space where endowments intersect with your communities. So if you're interested in the people and issues impacting your community, check out thewellendowedpodcast.com. Enjoy the show. We ain't gonna ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us go down, we have another and another and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them. Bang them. Bang them. Somebody light me up. It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton football team and the CFL. We are a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Andrew. Oh, sorry. I'm Commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, only waiting for Mike's intro. Second show in and we're right on top of it as always. That's fantastic. Let's try that once again. I'm Andrew. And I'm Commissioner K. Perfect. All right. I'm leaving that in just so you know, because it's fantastic. Uh, yes, usually we would have super fan Mike here with us. Unfortunately, he is feeling a tad under the weather. Uh, so it's just going to be the two of us, uh, a different type of hostful for this evening. Uh, happy family day, Commissioner K. Happy, happy. Oh my God, this is going to be a good one. That's going to yeah. be a fun. We're going to get some great takes out of this one. I'm excited. Happy family day to you too. Yes. And um, what better way than to spend it with my family, my football family online chatting, uh, talking football. Fantastic. Yes. Um, How's the last couple of weeks been for you? Well, wait a second. Maybe I should wait until we talk about the free agents and then we can talk about how the last couple of weeks has been for you. Outside of that, how has the last couple of weeks been? Outside of the steady decline that is my life. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh my. That's so sad. (laughs) I mean... Life really does not change anymore. So it's just me in my comfortable, beautiful chair that you see on the YouTubes. Oh, it's wonderful. Watching TV. And right now I'm watching Homeland. And that actually brings me joy and also a bit of paranoia because (laughs) I think that people are watching me all the time now. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's an interesting take to get out of a show. I don't know. Espionage, spies. I love it. Okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to start. Did you think more about starting Sons of Anarchy? Well, I want to finish. I was already into Homeland. Oh, okay. And what other one? See, so it was so like awesome. I forgot what it was. 
Hmm. Uh, whatever. I'm not watching it. So, but <laughs> I, w- I want to finish Homeland first and I'm almost done season six. I got one more season and I'll probably start on Sons of Anarchy unless something else catches my eye first. All right. Well, that sounds, yeah. that's, sounds Oh, boring. speaking of which, I'm not even kidding me. Can you, it, wow. <laughs> I can't wait to just leave this all together. Oh, it's okay, the caffeine. Speaking of which, yes. Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. It just came across. You know, Netflix has like the oh, the bar on the yeah. Okay. Or the streams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, it just came up. It's See, a that's sign. that's a sign. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to watch it. You don't have a choice now. No, I don't. Apparently, Netflix chooses it for me. That's right. Yeah, it's okay. See, they are listening. <laughs> I was just gonna say that you were just saying about how you were paranoid, <laughs> and obviously, yes, they are listening. Yeah, they are. perfect timing. Uh, listening to me tell you to watch Sons of Anarchy. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, our main story this week, we kind of covered it on the YouTube live. Is of course the name finalists did come out since we last oh. chatted. And there were seven of them. Uh, start. I'm, this is in no particular order, just so that we're very clear that these are not my. This is not how I ordered it. Um, the elements, the elk, the eclipse, the evergreens, the eagles, the evergolds, and the elkhounds. Um, now, of course, we went, like I said, did a little deep on the YouTube live and got some fan interaction there as well as talking about the name. Um, but what's your fave? I think it's still it's still with the Eagles. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I I, I think that's going to be my favorite um, for the foreseeable future, unless something changes. I'm uh, still I'm on board with the Elks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we'll just change it for them. Yeah, exactly. Right. But like I said, I'm not mad at any of them. I mean, of course, there are some that I like way better than others, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad and that's all, that's a win for me. I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And like, I, I was like, there was a few on there that took me by surprise that I didn't expect for them to be there for sure. Um, yeah. But I, I, my, it didn't change my mind out of ones that I already yeah. liked, which was elk and eagles. Um, yeah. But I, I agree with you. I, 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 it just needs to be elks. If it's elks, yeah. Yeah. then, you know, and I mean, come on, elks.com. It's, that's Wait, pretty rad. It is it's pretty, pretty close, rad. you know. That's right. yeah. It's pretty close. It is. To... It, it's close enough that there that can be kind of that throwback, but there's also the throwback to the fact that the you know those seven weeks we had the name in 1922, I believe it was. Uh, Where's Superfan when we need him? And uh, you know, I I I really do. That's still my number one pick, as long as they add the S. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's just well, elk, I find it like kind of drops off. But, weren't they like back then wasn't it a part of the rugby association too if I'm uh, not yes that's right when they were okay. playing back then yes that's correct yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely. i just didn't know that so i was re- when i was reading up on it i was like no i didn't know that that's pretty cool wow yes. i love history yeah wow you you, you can Shocker. separate in for super fan mike no <laughs> I, for, I, for, I forget things like two seconds later i'm surprised i remember that and i'm pretty sure it was 1923 but okay. i could have probably wrong. okay Let's well i'm probably wrong i don't know I, I know it was in the early 20s that's all i know that's all we need to know that's correct yeah exactly. an approximate <laughs> whenever it's just you and me approximation is perfect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. excellent wonderful uh so yeah go back uh, check out our YouTube live where we break it down a little bit more and, and have some fan comments and things like that. Uh, lots to come on that. And I, I'm just hoping, uh, as I said on there, 
it's time for everybody to just be okay. Let's 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 move on. Let's get into yeah. what is the exciting part about this. It the team is still there. The game is still there. Um, and hopefully we get some games that we get to watch and cheer these guys on to more victories. That's that's really the bottom line. And you know, I was kind of thinking too. It, it as a whole football organization from the CFL, like fans across the league, it would be nice to have some support coming from the other teams and their fans and just saying like, look guys, like this is how it goes. You know, maybe you don't like the name, but we support you guys and we support the team and we support your organization because we are the CFL family. I don't know. I haven't really actually interacted on Twitter for that specific reason because I just can't handle people's negativity for much longer mm-hmm. but I don't know if, if you've heard any other fans or something just being you know kind of on board with the name change and just supporting that and kind of backing up the organization and the fans who want to move on I don't know if you've seen it but you know that would be very beneficial to just have our backs in some situations because let's face it there's no CFL without all the teams as we know it Absolutely. And you know what, I'm, I really want to thank you for saying that because that was one thing that, that I did want to touch on was the fact that, um, yeah, there are some people that are, that were definitely in support of the name change and want to support us that are in with, okay, yes, this is the next step and away we go. There are, there are some people definitely who are doing nothing but, um, laughing at the entire situation or, or, yeah. or mocking yeah. the entire situation, especially once the name list came out. Uh, there was a lot of that that I saw that it was like, well, you know, it's here's the, you know, here's the seven names. Let's crap all over them. Like that's yeah. the yeah. right. And yeah. and to me, I'm like, well, you know what? <laughs> to If you were, if, if it was a, your team and you've been a fan for so long, and you have accepted that there is going to be a name change. And, and yes, I do. I want a list that I'm like, holy cow, I can't pick one out of these seven names. Like, cause I love them all. Like, sure. I'd love yeah. to have that list. On the other hand, like, like let's recognize that there is still a bit of a grieving process and some people haven't even got past that stage yeah, right, of acceptance right? yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and let's, let's kind of work together on, okay, this is going to, this is going to be okay because we yeah. want all the teams and we want, we all want to be together and playing again. So, well, and it's the same, like you said, with any other team, like as for me, as a CFL fan, I would expect myself to try to support another team's fans in a situation that we can't control. Correct. Like us, we can't control it. So I spent like, let's just say the last uh, year we had the CFL, the Argos were going through some stuff. And a lot of fans were just pointing fingers and, you know, saying, well, it doesn't really matter if they go, if they're, they're just going to go under whatever. Well, okay. But why don't you as a fan, if you're a CFL fan, how are you going to help the situation rather than, you know, just, well, whatever, like, excuse my language, but on them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like how, how does that help anybody? So, That's just why I've kind of like taken my break from Twitter because I just couldn't handle it anymore. Like, yeah, is, I'm sorry, are you, are, you, are you a fan or are you just a shitster? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, I don't. I might have to I leave that know. word in. I might not, I might not fire trucker that one out. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or, tro- or troll. Like, you know, it just, it gets to a point where I'm 34. I feel like I'm in a playground with great tours. Like, it just. <laughs> 
It's exhausting. It, that can happen. It is exhausting. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you're right. And you know what? I've been guilty. I'm not going to say that I haven't been guilty of taking shots at other teams that are having a, a rough go. And and I'm realizing now I probably should be a little better about that. Right. Well, I mean, there's there's a difference between, you know, having a good time and, and poking each other in certain of situations. Course. Like, right. Like, that's just kind of that's fun. That's all in, in good fun. But there's a very fine line, and I think a lot of people have crossed it many times. So you're not – I probably have too, but I've just come to realize how much I actually love the CFL, and I want it to succeed. Even, like, if my team goes Owen whatever, if if the if the league is still together right now, that's all that matters. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's I get it. I get it. I'm right with you. Um, absolutely. All right, well, let's get into some different topics. Let's get into some free agency. So a couple of weeks ago, we did Choose Your Own Adventure to see who might join the team. Um, (laughs) We were all wrong, but uh, Superfan still has a chance to get it right Mm -hmm. with uh, Loeffler in order. I mean, we could do that. I mean, that would be fine. Uh, You have a chance still because Henoch is still out there. So we don't know. Um, Always signs in Ottawa. So I was right, but probably just a year off, really. I mean, we all know how that's going to go, right? Like as soon as they go to Ottawa, we know yeah. they're coming here. Like that's the... you gotta you gotta keep your fishing line in the water. That's still. right. I yeah. was just I was just premonition for next year. That's it. Yeah. That's just yeah. you know yeah. I like to stay on top of. It. I don't know why that was really stupid on my part. If I saw that there was a linebacker available out of the Red Blacks, I should have said that that's the guy we were going to sign. <laughs> I mean, stupid. I don't know. You what just I was... picked the wrong bait this year. That's all. I yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, I'll learn lessons learned. <laughs> of course, the day after. We record last time. Uh, Amando Sewell puts out a thank you to Edmonton fans, um, crushing a lot of us. <laughs> but um, later in the week, then he says he's going to be moving east. Obviously, that was in the negotiating window, uh, and then does sign with Montreal. Um, a big loss for us, for sure. Uh, yeah, both community wise and and team wise, leadership wise, Amando's uh, mm-hmm. hands down a Hall of Famer. Um, the one thing that I will say though, after I read that was that our defensive line is still really good. Like, Mm -hmm. would it have been better with him here? Of course, but our, our defensive line is not bad. And no, not at all. The thing, and I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago is just that money, as much as it's upsetting to see a guy like Mondo go and not have him do his whole career as yeah. uh, an Edmonton football team player. I was pretty close. I, I got the right name team name out of that one, but still um, <laughs> I think um, like, like that's really tough, but the money that we saved there, we have upgraded other parts of our team. And we're going to talk about that in a minute, but I knew that this would be an, a particularly difficult one for you. Yeah, it is. I, it, I feel it's stupid, but it's very deflating because right. you have like, you know, a few players that you really bond with, even if it's not like in reality, it's mm-hmm. kind of like in your mind and you just see them play and they've been with the team for so long. And when you do meet them, I think it was mostly not, I've always loved Mondo, but it was in Calgary at Grey Cup. I just saw him wandering around mm-hmm. and I was like, Mondo, hey, how are you? 
he's like, oh, hey, I'm good, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you probably don't know me, but I'm Kayla, blah, 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 from the, the, our pod. Yes. Can't say that. From the podcast, period. From the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, I know you. I was like, what? <laughs> me? <laughs> no. No, you don't, silly. But yeah, he, he knew who I was. And he just like took that moment to talk to me and hang out for a little. Like, that meant the world. Yeah. There's like a, nobody, just some crazy fan like I always think they think I am. <laughs> but he, he genuinely just knew who I was and was shocked that he I, he didn't think that I would kind of thing. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was just kind of that, that moment where you're just like, these guys actually care and they, they pay attention. Yeah. And uh, for him, especially like one of my heroes to say that was so meaningful. And I mean, I completely understand it's business and all that jazz. It's just, you can still have a hard time coping with it and understand the reasons why. And I know that, you know, I'm not sure how much longer he'll be in the league. He might, you know, right. retire next year or in two years, but that gives a chance for some younger guys to come up on our line and start to learn from, you know, the likes of Kwaku and Mike Moore. <laughs> like, right. Well, and, and that was the thing that I thought, because I know that you've talked with Mike Moore before, and I know that he's, uh, I mean, he's a, another great dude um, and really good player. But so I, I went over that line. So we've got Mike Moore. Of course, we've got Earth Kwaku. We've got Jake Ceresna, uh, Matthew Betts, uh, Matthew Broda, who is a new guy that's coming up that's getting a lot of talk, um, Rector as well. Um, and we signed a whole bunch of other defensive mm-hmm. linemen that we, you know, who's that guy that, you know, is the guy who's on the practice roster, like Darrell Walker, that we didn't know. And then he starts playing. And next yeah. thing you know, you're like, holy cow, right? And yeah. Uh, younger, cheaper guys, which then we can take that money. And and when you take that money and you throw it out to the secondary, which has been our weakest link for a long time. Yeah. And, and we're going to talk about how that secondary got good. Uh, So um, I, I can see where that happens. And, um, and then also they, they went out uh, the next day and signed Sean Lemon. And yeah. brought in Lemon Drops, who's been one of the most, um, you know, consistent um, rush ends in the league. So, um, I mean, I, I hate it. I hate to see Mondo go. But as you see the rest of this, you're like, okay, I, I, I can yeah. see we have some wealth in that spot. And we needed to fill up some other spots with some wealth. Well, that's just, yeah, that's just it. I mean, all good things come to an end eventually. And if it was retirement, you know, it's the same thing. He would still be a loss to us. But in saying that, when you have people like Brock coming in and like really resourcing where that money's going, it's, it's, it'll be hard to stay mad once we go on an undefeated streak. (laughs) Whoa, that was very uh, uh, Stampede of Ryan of you there. Pretty, yeah, did you <laughs> go full Valentine be... there? Oh you, no, no, you, no, no, you didn't say eighteen and zero. You just said undefeated streak. Streak. Okay, yeah. fair. Okay, yeah. fair. I'm right. cocky, just not that. I'm not stupid. Though. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about the guys who came back to our team or or, or joined our team. Uh, we just spoke about Sean Lemon. Um, mm-hmm. That'll be a that'll be an interesting ad on the D line. Uh, the next day, uh, re-signing Sir Vincent Rogers, which kind of blew my mind. I didn't think that we would be able to get him back, um, and 
that that could be dominant Huge. having yeah. you could have Derek Dennis on one side and Sir Vincent Rogers on the other. Like Trevor Harris is going to be able to write full novels before he has to throw the ball. He's be outstanding. Right? And that's what Mike Riley needed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. Like he would have had his ten seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and Trevor needs three. So, right, right. So that that could be very good. Um, team then does uh, get back Jordan Hoover and Alexandre Dupuis. Um, all of those, of course, are on one year contracts. Uh, then we did pick up uh, Hugh O'Neill comes back, uh, which uh, the beard is back with the punting. Uh, one, of, I mean, his punting has been outstanding. So yeah. very yeah. excited to have him back for two years. And then comes the surprise for me where somebody gets released out of BC. And all of a sudden they're saying, oh, well, they're linking him back to Edmonton. That's right. It is the return of A.A. Ron Grimes, <laughs> which the fact that I can say that again yeah. is exciting to me. <laughs> oh, the memes are unstoppable. And that's what we needed. We needed the, another pe- person with flow. Yeah, right. I right? know. It's been lonely without a piece of like hair trails, like <laughs> blending down or going down the sidelines. Yeah, absolutely. Tackling somebody, yeah. Well, and I think there's there will be lots of fans that uh, will be very excited about that. I know how much, uh, how many people liked Grimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see him in a secondary where he's not having to try and cover for the corner guy and he can actually just play halfback. Yeah, And yeah. if that's the case, I think he could be very good in that position. So uh, I, I'm definitely excited to see Grimes back and all of those signings happened before free agency even opened. Nuts. Right? Crazy. So our secondary now, what we were talking about before. So remember some of those dollars we were talking about that are now going to the secondary? So we have Jonathan Rose, Forrest Hightower, Jordan Hoover or or uh, Bully as your safety, Aaron Grimes, and Jonathan Mincy as a secondary. And you have pressure up front. That, have fun. <laughs> the, like we we upgraded where we needed to upgrade. Yeah. And that part that part makes me happy. Well, and in saying that like yes, but I need to see them work together as a team still, right? Of course, like independently, obviously like obviously independently. I think that's why I'm cautiously optimistic because as players, obviously they can succeed coming together with personalities and stuff. I'll, uh, I'm holding my breath. Right. And that'll be, it'll be a camp thing, right? How is that going to, yeah. how is that going to work out? Especially when a lot of them are coming in, like Jonathan Rose worked under, um, Thorpe, I believe. Um, but a lot of the other, maybe Forest High. No, I don't think so. I think he was before Thorpe was in Ottawa. So just to see how they all blend under Thorpe as well. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Diff- as long as Thorpe can maintain the control of the personalities and and you know get a grip on possible egos, Not, right? You know, right, like yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. it, like any team, it can be successful. So yeah, no, I think that'll be very uh, very interesting to see how that blends out for sure. Uh, now, free agency day opens, and uh, we we knew we were probably looking for a linebacker and a running back. Um, early on, uh, news comes that they have signed, uh, Kevin Brown linebacker out of 
Ottawa. It's a huge shocker whenever we sign somebody out of Ottawa. So uh, that's, I mean, we've never done that before. Never. No. This is what, strange. I, I, does there come a time? Now, this is, this is, I want to be clear because we just said to not be taking pokes at other fan bases, but this is completely a joke. But is it, when do we start calling Ottawa our farm team? Because like, we just keep bringing everybody from there here. I don't like, Maybe they need to actually change the name to the green golds. Then it just makes more sense. We have right? red, blacks, yeah. green golds, that it all, right? I think, I think Brock is running out of people that he knew in yeah. Ottawa now. So that may not happen. The carousel's happen. getting emptier and emptier. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's there's less people going around that Ferris wheel. Can't <laughs> can't bring them more off. Okay. Um, now Kevin Brown does sign later in the day, is when it becomes official uh, for one year. Uh, exciting to have uh, a guy who already knows Thorpe's system uh, coming in to join in, and and uh, and obviously at a little less price than some of the other linebackers out there. Um, and I think, but I think that should be a good balance. Uh, and then I know I was saying to Mike on that day, I'm like, okay, so now we just need a running back. And then I got a text message from about an hour later. Well, there's your running back. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And then he sent me the tweet that we have signed James Wilder Jr. Coming back out of retirement. Yeah. Uh, to play with the green and gold. That is an interesting move. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall in that conversation. I agree. I agree. Now, I mean, it's a one-year deal. Um, I My gut tells me that it's fairly incentive-laden. Yeah. Um, and uh, we shall see. I, I mean, the thing is, is I remember watching him in that Grey Cup in yeah. 2016, was it? I believe in Ottawa. It might have been 17, 17, 16 in <laughs> Ottawa. Right, seventeen. Oh my goodness! I'm getting. I can't. I know we lost anyway, the year. So he was, he was in Ottawa, and that's that's what's throwing me off. I can't seem to get my year straight anymore because this we've lost this year of playing. Um, but I remember before the game started, and he's running around the field without a shirt on, and I'm like, dude, it's like minus a million, and it's snowing. What are you doing? Um. And then, uh, and then, of course, the Argos ended up winning that one. And the next day, I was hanging out with uh, my my good friend Argo Diva, uh, Lori Bercy, and mm-hmm. uh, we were at the mall. And uh, James was there, and of course, Lori knows all the players, and so he came over to say hello. And I got to meet him, and just such a humble dude. Like really, so I know he doesn't act that way on the field, and he does not act that way on Twitter. But just talking to him, like he he was a really nice dude. And so if I hadn't had that interaction with this signing, I might have been like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. But I had that. I'm like, OK, um, I so I'm kind of excited to see what he can do. And I'm also excited to see what happens when he's behind this particular O-line which is shaping up to be very good. Um, the guy is a, a big back that can yeah, catch out of the backfield. So I'm not going to complain about it. I, I want to see what he can do out on the field. And, and you know, with the other guys that we have are hanging around between Jordan Robinson and Alex Taylor. And mm-hmm. I think we might be able to have some different speeds there coming out of the back. And that's exciting. I'm hoping so. I really am. And the fact that uh, Jordan came back, I'm just elated, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can have Mama back too. I hope so. I hope we need right? to get her on the phone. Mama pod. Robinson, yeah. come back. 
come visit us mama robinson we miss you yeah um okay fantastic so we did that then we got to uh there was a quarterback signing uh taylor cornelius now the only thing that i know about this guy is that he was with uh chubba hubbard in uh oklahoma state sounds like i mean it's obviously we have a lot of youth behind trevor harris right now Mm -hmm. Uh, i know dave campbell put out a tweet about that today it looks like that's what we're going to go into camp with um we're going to have um just three or four young guys behind him and and who's going to step up and is jeremiah briscoe ready to take that next step to be the backup Uh, the kid's got an arm um yep, so yep. let's see what happens but it's very interesting, interesting yeah and we'll all be hoping that that o-line is as good as we want so that right? can get hurt yeah that'd be very important <laughs> now we did also have defensive back uh afalabi laguda uh opt back into his cfl contract with the edmonton football team i did not even know that we had that guy and he opted out so right? this was <laughs> all news to me so, so welcome back yeah, where'd you go? It's exciting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we were also able to sign a national kicker, Dante Brown, uh, who we drafted in the fifth round of the 2020 draft. And then we wrapped it up with the return of receiver Kenny Shaw coming mm-hmm. back to the team. So it seems like we've basically filled all the holes. Now, there's yeah. still some guys out there, uh, and we'll talk about this in a second, that maybe we might still look at. Um but I think we've, we've kind of got a, a pretty solid roster going into uh, what would be our, our training camp, hopefully in May or June. Yeah, that looks really interesting. I'm just hoping we can actually go to training camp at some point, too, because, yeah, this is a this is going to be very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. a year without football. Right. Like, yeah. What is that going to do for the guys? I agree. I Some will be good. Some maybe not so good. We'll have to see. Bit rusty. Possibly, yes. Um, One thing I did want to mention, I noticed that Ottawa released John Crockett uh, running back. Uh, I was really surprised that he did not end up here. (laughs) Like, really surprised. Not only because the Ottawa connection, I get that, but just he's, he's a quick back and, uh, and already has some starting experience. I mean, James Wilder Jr. is don't get me wrong, I'm quite happy with yeah. that. But I was very yeah. surprised that Crockett didn't land here. Uh, so who knows? Maybe down the road that is your backup at some point. Like, I yeah. just wanted to mention the name. Well, I mean, could be invited to camp regardless, right? Could be. Absolutely. There is no salary cap until you get to the first week of games, right? So exactly. You can have lots of guys around and then uh, you only have to worry about being compliant with the cap once you get into actual game time, which is going to be really important as we talk about some other teams. Yes. <laughs> because, yeah, right? You know, Holy schmoly. It's, it's so funny. Um, language. My goodness. Look at you. <laughs> um, I was... I I laugh because every year, and I used to do this as well until I understood it more. Um, every year, you've got that one team that everybody keeps saying, "Well, how how yeah, are they doing that under the cap? There's no yeah. way they're going to be way over the cap. It's never going to." And then you're like, "No, because it doesn't. No. At this point, it doesn't specifically matter. Like, yeah, it <laughs> matters. Don't. I mean, if they're giving guaranteed money, it matters. If you're giving a bunch of signing bonuses, that right. adds yeah. up. But obviously." If you're just, you know, you don't have to worry about the specifics until you get into actual game times, then 
it should be okay. So let's talk about some other teams because there were some interesting moves. Of course, we'll start. We'll just go east and work our way west. Uh, so in Montreal, of course, they 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 bagged the big prize in Mondo, um, who will instantly make that defensive line better. Uh, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, they also pick up offensive lineman Jason Lausan Seguin from uh, Ottawa. So. Uh, great offensive lineman. I think that would help them for sure. Uh, Chris Aki comes back to Montreal, who's a national at the uh, linebacker position. Um, They also get Natea Jay, who's going to join Mondo there. And I'm, I'm glad that Natea landed somewhere and, and actually Montreal and Ottawa kind of both made sense for me because I know even uh, Laurie again said, this is that at least in those ones on a bye week he can drive home. Well, exactly. And I'm not mad at Montreal because I've never, you know, I've had that team support for a couple of years now. So yeah. the fact that Mondo and Nate both went there, I'm like, I can't be too mad. It wasn't uh, the other green and it wasn't red. So <laughs> that's all we're worried about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Plus, when he comes here, he'll still say hi. That's important. Right? Yeah, exactly. Rose. Uh, and they also sign uh, Patrick Levels as well. So that'll help their defense. Uh, I, I can't know- help. No, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. I was just going to say it helps their defense. I know that was a guy that we were talking about. Maybe we could get him, bring him in here, but I think that'll be a good ad for Montreal. Which sucks because we could have definitely sang that, the level song by uh, that, <laughs> that one Jonas brother. Because <laughs> I love that song. That's why you wanted it was so that we could sing that song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Exactly. Okay. Well, it's good to know that that's uh uh, when, you talk to, when you talk to Brock next, can you say, can you please get this guy? Because we need it for the song. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. Just be me singing because I'm the only one that gets it. Yeah. Oh, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I have I have children that like that song. It's good. <laughs> All right. You're on the board. We have to do the dance too. It's pro- okay. Is that what yeah. we have? Okay. I'm watching you do it now. And it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> Not a video podcast, but trust me, it's cool. Okay. Dope. <laughs> Is that what I'm supposed it's- to say? Pretty dope, Brad. Pretty yeah. dope, Brad. Okay, perfect. Excellent. Uh, let's move over to Ottawa, who they re-sign Don Unamba. Uh, we know all about Unamba here, and uh, yep. I think he is a good add to them. Uh, they pick up national receiver Daniel Peterman, which would be a good uh, pickup for them on their receiving core. And uh, they do steal from us in Stefan Charles, uh, who was here as a defensive tackle. He was a, a pick for us, I believe, in 2015, I want to say. Uh, um, and uh, played down in the States for a bit. Uh, we were very excited when he got up here. I think it'll be a great ad out there in Ottawa for them. Mm-hmm. Now, in Toronto, they just decided to sign everyone. <laughs> exactly. Addition yeah. it out. That was the team that everybody said, like, they're just, yeah. How are they under that? Well, it doesn't matter right now. Just uh, drop the pinball on them and poof. Yeah, let's, let's go over some of the big names they got here. Charleston Hughes. Yep. Odell Willis. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They traded with Calgary to end up and then signing Cordero Law on the defensive line. Eric Rogers as a receiver. Um, Antonio, or shall we say, O'Pipkin. Yes. Uh, And then John White as well. Like they... They loaded up. And then even before this happened, I missed this whole step where there was the unofficial quarterback trade uh, when the roster bonuses were due and Ottawa releases Nick Arbuckle. The Argos release Matt Nichols and they end up switching places. (laughs) And Arbuckle ends up in 
Toronto and Nichols ends up in Ottawa. So uh, that can, that makes a huge difference too to see how that will all play out because of course Nichols knows um, the system mm-hmm. coming over to Ottawa um, and um, of course and then Arbuckle is reunited with Dinwiddie in. Toronto. So, uh, very interesting stuff. That's just kind of everybody shuffling around, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, which probably helps why Eric Rogers then ended up signing in Toronto because now he knows the quarterback with Arbuckle right? there. So, yeah, that could be very interesting. Uh, I thought Toronto did really good things to improve lots of parts of their team, and like we said, they can make some cuts as it comes in through training camp to see who ends up where. So then Pipkin would be the backup. I believe so right now. That is yeah. what it seems to be the plan. Yeah. Or at least challenging for the backup spot. Yeah. Yeah. Go great Pipkin. <laughs> the great Pipkin. <laughs> All right. Let's slide over to Hamilton um, where they pick up Siante Evans. They also pick up Javon Santos Knox, mm. uh, which I mean, that's just the rich getting richer right there. Well, well. whatever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Whatever. That, that's how you feel. Okay. That, that's good. Uh, Winnipeg. Do you want me to skip Winnipeg? Because they really only signed one person. I know. I, f- I don't know. Well, I don't know if I should talk about it or not. Well, I haven't. I think what we need to do is we just need to say, uh, welcome back to Canada, Batman. And uh, it's. What do moment- I do with my name? Like, go- what do I do with my name? <laughs> it's fine. You, you're still the commissioner to us. You'll always be the commissioner to us. Um, I lost that and I lost the Robin. <laughs> it's true, but it's okay because you, you, you continue on. You continue on in your commissioner role to make mm. sure that the team is still doing what it's supposed to do. That's, that's your role. Let's just say that was the the greatest decline of um of the week. Yeah. I, I should be happy. I know I should be happy because he's back, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, but like that. Well, he'll he'll play a big role in that offense. I think. think yeah, that'll be uh, much more likely that he sees the ball in Winnipeg than he would here. I think just with the receiving core that we have here, I think it it's a good move for him. They mm-hmm. Winnipeg needed that explosive. Um, yeah receiver and he's the guy and uh i i hope that he does well every against every other team that doesn't isn't green and gold right and i mean once football it's so different seeing it now playing out versus actually seeing it on the field like having football again because it's it it's at that point where you want players to succeed that you've actually like grown to like and stuff like that. But right now I don't have to feel that way because football hasn't started. So his success can't get any better. (laughs) That's perfect. Good good cover. I like that. Yeah. Okay. The best Uh, I can do right now. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, Saskatchewan may have also had a few people saying, how are they staying under the cap? (laughs) They signed a few people as well. (laughs) Some bigger names. Uh, Evan Johnson, uh, they picked up. They also brought in Larry Dean to be a middle linebacker. Uh, Justin and Jordan Herdman Reed, uh, one of our also uh, fan and pod favorites, Godfrey Onyeka, and yeah. they bring back Micah Johnson as well out of BC. So they they did a lot of work on that defense. Um, I think it's uh, those those are all pretty good moves. Yeah, it's a little scary. Right. Oh, sure. It's just a bit. Uh, 
I don't know. I think we did all right too. So I'm not really. Too, oh yeah, too for sure. Uh, well, that's what's bad when when everybody else does well too. You're like, oh crap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you weren't supposed to do well. What the yeah. Heck? What the heck? <laughs> exactly. Um. Calgary, as usual, was quiet on the free agent front, but they did sign Canadian quarterback Michael O'Connor out of uh, the Toronto. So that's exciting, to, and he'll likely battle in that backup spot behind Bo Levi for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, BC brings back Bo Lacumbo, and then they were able to pick up Lucky Whitehead and oh, Shaq Cooper. So there is some uh, some dynamic speed between the two of those. Oh, um, heck yeah. Shaq Cooper, I'd be curious to see how he does out there because um, he's a speedy back and he's very shifty and, and we lots of things that we liked about him for that. Yep. Um, I wonder over the last year if he's learned to improve on that blocking game because yeah. the one thing that BC needs to have is a great blocking back. Yeah. And uh, if he can be better at that, I mean, I think he'd be great at the running back position to help lay off some, some pressure off of Mike. Um, but I'm curious to see how that plays out with his blocking. Well, I'm wondering, too, if he would be battling against Lucky for the position. Uh, I think Lucky's more receiving, more receiving and uh, and then returning, right? So oh, okay. those, he'll be more on that side of things. But again, they add a lot of speed to their team. So yeah, that for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, some big news again on that same day. Uh, Solomon Elamimian announces his retirement. Elamimian has been a force uh, as a linebacker in this league for many years. Yep. Um, it, it, I'm excited that he's in his CFLPA role because uh, I think he'll do very good things there. And, yep. uh, and I mean, as much as uh, he was never on my team, I mean, I could always respect the fact that there's some amazing uh, talent there. Oh, absolutely. Do you think he'd be off to the Hall of Fame? Uh, I think there'll be a question for it, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think at some point, yes. I mean, he's he did so much in BC that uh, yeah. you can't, yeah. can't ignore it, for sure. Yeah, the biggest issue was just he had the injuries that kind of caught up to him, but... But when he's on the field, he was scary good. Yeah, so it's... He's the only bobblehead that I have. Yeah, I... <laughs> that's not a bad one to have. No. Yeah, it's excellent. Respect. Uh, also at a Calgary, uh, Shane Bergman and I can't remember his first name, Erdos, uh, both retire, both offensive linemen with Calgary. Um, so that'll make some shuffle on that O-line. Should be kind of interesting as they get into camp there as well. Mm. Now, there is some free agents still available. Uh, one of them being, um, our giant friend, Matt O'Donnell. Yeah. Uh, everything in me right now is saying that he ends up in Calgary. Yeah. Well, especially with two retired retirees. Right. Very As long as he's, because he won't ever be the highest paid in this position. I know the horsemen have said that many times. That's what Huff says is you'll never be the, (laughs) the highest paid, but you will, you know, have a chance at success. Um, and it's not far from home, right? It's easy yeah. for him to travel up. So uh, that's one thing that I'm just thinking of. Uh, Justin Tuggle still available um, as he was, of course, we signed him last year. So he's uh, hanging out. I don't know where he'll end up for sure. Uh, we talked about Henock Mwamba and Taylor Loeffler being available. Uh, Cameron Judge out of Saskatchewan still available. And I'm wondering where what might happen with him being that he's national as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dion Lacey's still hanging around on the list, which is kind Ooh. of an interesting one. Uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson and Justin Medlock. So there are some 
names on that list. Uh, not sure how many dollars are left for these guys. So hard to say, but I mean, anything can happen. Absolutely, especially during camp. Oh, for sure, yeah, and that might be when we see that is when somebody gets hurt, and then these this is the guy that's coming in, right? So yep. Uh, let's, let's shift gears for a second to talk about the schedule. And, and before we get there, I guess I'm going to ask you your gut right now. Will we have a season and when will it start? Oh, I don't know what my gut says. Okay. I, I feel, I don't know if it's just that I want it to happen, but I feel, yes, I think they've had, if they have, if, if they haven't come up with any sort of plan in this year, I think it's a very bad news for the CFL in general. Oh yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, and I think a lot of people are saying right now, they figure that the season will be shortened and it will start in September, like August, September. That's kind of oh. what a lot, that's the, what I've seen a lot of is that, um, I don't know, you know, when, they had that conversation with Chris Presson and he said they had all of those different plans for different seating ability. Yeah. Now he didn't say one where there is no fans. He didn't say that that he, he didn't specifically say that, but I'm wondering if they start the season with no fans and then build as they can throughout the season. I, I, I mean, I would be okay with that. I, I, well, maybe part of it is, is my positive attitude is please let that be what's happening. <laughs> right. I, yeah. You know, just so that we can get something back and, and get to watch some stuff. But, um, but I, I I think if we were going to go based solely on, okay, they have to have some people in the stands, then I, I tend to agree. I think it's probably going to be that August, September that we start rolling things out because that's when, you know, we'll, we'll likely have a lot more people vaccinated. Well, the, uh, that's what I was going to ask. I'd be like, what are the benefits then of starting later and having shortening games? Is it strictly because this is seat driven and they need the fans in the stands? Right. Or... What? Because, like you said, if the half, the first half of the season is maybe no fans and just televise and move over, or if they're actually just going to start with fans in the seats, right? In August, September, right? So, right. And, just, and what percent is that going to be? Of, like that's the thing. Is it going to be fifty percent capacity? Is it going to be thirty percent capacity? Is it going to be eighty percent capacity? I mean, I don't think so, but I just wonder. I don't know how that all plays out, right? So, right. Well, in, in some stadiums, it's easier to do that, right? Like in Commonwealth and Mosaic, they're much bigger than, right. say, in Calgary. So you have those options of having maybe an easier time fitting more fans, even if it's like a, say, 20%, you still have more fans capable of sitting in the seats. It's just, and there's more entryways too, right? Like right. they can start opening up more, more of those entrances, um, that they don't normally have on game days, right. maybe to help alleviate some of the lineups. But at this point in time, I'm just like, take my money and let me sit in the stands <laughs> and let me cheer on football. I'm pretty sure we all feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've, I think there'll be, there's a fair number of us that feel that way. I think, I think there's also some of us that are like, well, I need to, it's great. I could go back, but I, I don't really feel comfortable yet. We'll have to see how that plays out. Um, and and how are they going to do things in the stadium? Because it, it's fine when you get to your seats. Like, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. We could space out and all those types of things. But how do you navigate the the concourse? How like how do you figure out bathrooms? How do you do all that when 
there's only so many spaces you could do that. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, they have a lot of logistics they have to figure out. Well, for sure. But they've already had different leagues and stuff having to start like in the NFL too. Like why don't try to see how they did it where right. there was 20,000 fans at Super Bowl, right? Which is, yeah. I blows right? my so, mind. Blows so my, like how, well, how did granted, you do that? That was in Florida. So, so they, yeah. And they don't really <laughs> so have they don't as really... much regulations, but I yeah, mean, in yeah. saying that you can still take some pointers and like, how do other places do it too? Right? Like how does Costco do it? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Lineups oh, all the time. Disneyland lineups. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Like it's it's doable, and like I said, it's they've had a year to develop, and you know from those interviews, Presson apparently has some, some logistical plan. ideas. Yeah. yeah. So I doubt that he would just keep it under wraps. It's probably CFL wide. So I mean, there's going to be alternatives of alternatives. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And we probably won't hear much about it until likely the end of April as we get kind of closer to yeah, do we need guys that. coming up? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah. Yeah, I think it'll yeah. be interesting to see how that works out. Um, our schedule as it stands at this particular moment, um, interesting schedule. We have uh, all of the West teams three times, uh, but we do have Calgary and BC one extra because of course we have them in preseason. Um which uh, that's what we want, right? Is to play Calgary four times. Yay. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe we'll beat them. We'll see. Yeah. Hey, you know what? If we can split the series, I'm quite happy. Right. Sure. That's cool. I would just like to win on their turf. There would not be nice. One. Once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least. <laughs> yeah. Labor day. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, we only see Ottawa and Montreal once. Uh, Ottawa does not make the trip out west montreal does um which now as we see some of the free agent signings that we just talked about is uh, i guess that's okay because yeah. you know maybe we'll get to see mondo and nate yeah that'd be okay yeah I, I wouldn't be too upset about that uh and plus it'll be fun when we beat them i mean that's exciting yep <laughs> <laughs> i was ex- hoping that you would have that response i just oh, always have like flashbacks of like several years ago that montreal beat us on our home turf every single time oh yeah and it's yeah. just like a bit of postpartum or not oh. postpartum <laughs> post yeah <laughs> postmortem <laughs> maybe is that the post-traumatic syndrome oh, okay that's what it is all right then <laughs> that's uh, like wow you've really been busy in this quarantine that i didn't know about that's exciting yeah. yeah. Why do you think I've really been off to it? Yeah, no, nah, let's, let's change topics. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we have lots of back-to-backs this year. Uh, Winnipeg, we have them first on June 25th and July 3rd, assuming that we are playing at that point. Uh, then the next two weeks right after that, we play Saskatchewan, uh, July 17th and 23rd. So we have a bye week in between there, but then we've got uh, two back-to-backs uh, that are – huge especially with winnipeg and saskatchewan then of course we've got the calgary labor day and labor day rematches um and then so our our bye weeks are week 5 10 and 17 so it's it's actually a fairly nice spread for us if the schedule goes as planned yeah i'm I'm just wondering too they must have a backup 
schedule for if they do cut it the league or the the games in half like you wouldn't just start at labor day and do like that half right like you would have to re you would think you'd have to rearrange a bit yeah i would think so i i what i think would probably happen and we i remember us talking about this last year was that if they have to go with shortened season it might be only the west plays west and the east plays yeah, east yeah. and and then you just kind of combine together and away we go and um and i mean who knows it could be a two hub city thing it could be a one hub city if if, if we have to do it that like who knows right yeah like, there's right. lots of different options still uh fairly early on to start worrying about that we'll see if we can start oh, yeah. in, in may 1st and then go from there I've already booked off the two weeks that should be training camp. So I'm hoping it'll happen. (laughs) I can just sit and find out more about all these guys. Yeah. Well, let's face it. Training camp was never that busy anyway. So we can go in the stands. Look, come on. So exciting. Come on. Like just just three people. It's fine. (laughs) We're good. Yeah. We won't say anything. We'll just stay over here with our masks on. We'll be good. Yeah. 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 Sit in separate sections completely. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll talk. We have texting. It's fine. Yeah. We- <laughs> texting. I yell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. Yeah, that's why we love you. Yeah. Um, well, this was, uh, this was fun, Kayla. Um, thank you for sitting and chatting just with me. Yeah. It's all right. Hey, it's almost, we did. I think we did all right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Before we go too far, I do want to uh, say that this episode is also brought to you all by the great shows on the Alberta Podcast Network. Uh, And this week, we're going to throw a shout out to Emily Missed Out. It's hosted by Emily and Brianne, and they take in pop culture filled movie classics that Emily has never seen. Uh, Then, of course, they decide if she actually missed out. Or not so much. Uh, I want to give an extra shout out too to Brienne because um, this week she actually caught a few spots that weren't updated on our social. And so it was easy <laughs> for me to make those changes. So thank you for that. Now, that show itself, they did recently cover Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade and John Wick Chapter One. And to which both of them, I say, you missed those? <laughs> well, I was just going to say, what? So I would say it's fair to say that she missed out on those ones. Would you agree? A half. I'm a point for because obviously Indiana Jones. Yeah, yes. come on, come on. But but John Wick is still in my to watch arsenal. <gasps> I know, I know. Oh, so Kayla might have missed out. No, I'm not. I'm I'm in waiting. Okay, all right. Well, I will expect a full report, and then we will give that back to Emily after. <laughs> That's- <laughs> Very good. So, um, <laughs> so find Emily Missed Out everywhere you find podcasts or, of course, on the Alberta Podcast Network at albertapodcastnetwork.com. There we go. Um, make sure you also check out the History Wrangler shows. They're coming out uh, on Friday on Facebook and on his website. Uh, Mike wrote all of the great history pieces. Uh, we kind of took turns reading them out. And we are going to be making more of that shown show soon. Um, there's a hint that it may actually even go a little bit international, which would be kind of neat. Oh, well, look at that. Oh, the turf district goes everywhere. Spread your wings, fellas. <laughs> oh, we're getting you involved this next time. You don't get to, you get to be part of this now. It's going to be, my fun. wings are spread. That's Oh, well, I'm going to just not 
No. <laughs> title of the podcast. Okay. Uh, make sure you follow Pay It Forward with Football on Facebook and Twitter for all the great things they are doing. And of course, lots of great shows coming out from the CFPN days, uh, these days, especially catching up on all of the free agency stuff. I know we talked about some of the teams in general, but get in there and listen to all their other stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find them on cfpodnetwork.ca. Uh, of course, where did they find you online there, Miss Commissioner? Well, they can try. I can't promise they'll actually find. <laughs> it's fair. I, ha- I have a handle. It's Excellent. used sometimes. No, it's okay. Yes. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. Perfect. And make sure you follow Superfan Mike at 56 Parkies uh, because he is amazing with all of his uh, history and all of the things about the Edmonton football team. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find the show. You can join in our huddle. Everywhere is the Turf District. You can find that on Twitter, on Facebook, in a group and a page. And you can also find it on Instagram that is mostly run by the commissioner herself, which is exciting. Because you do lots of fun, like, story things that I have no idea what you're doing. Oh, no, there's not that interesting. <laughs> I, I should try to make it a little bit more so. <laughs> oh, fancy pictures. I'm, I'm all right with that. It's all good. Oh, I can't wait to get my camera back out in that field. Oh, me too. Exactly. Uh, we will be back in a couple of weeks to talk any new signings that might happen. And we're going to try and catch up with some of these new players for you over the next little while. Kind of get you introduced to the people before we see them on the field. So for Commissioner K and Superfan Mike, I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face. And we will absolutely talk to you in two weeks. Bye.